Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap companies after they put out good news with us today. Happy to have him again because he keeps out good news. Peter Hawley, President CEO of Fabled Silver Gold, trades in Canada under FCO. For our friends in the US under FBSGF. For those new to the story, here's what you need to know. They control 100% of the Santa Maria gold and silver property in Mexico. It's a high-grade underground silver gold mine situated in the center of the Mexican epithermal silver gold belt. Why is that important to you? Because that belt has reportedly produced more silver than any other equivalent area in the world for over 500 years. And in their uh, Peral uh, jurisdiction, which is a very mining-friendly jurisdiction, they produce over 200 mil- 250 million ounces of silver. More than that, multiple major oper- operators are directly in the vicinity, including Grupo Mexico, which borders Santa Maria. The company has a silver equivalent 4301, but they're looking to actually upgrade that as a result of two, not one, but two successful drill programs in 2021 that I can easily just segment as above ground and underground. And the above ground, where they did 14,400 meters, uh, had a ton of success. All in all, close to 7,000 samples collected and analyzed. So collectively, as a result of this, the company now has announced, and that's what we're talking about, uh, that they're the, the, the planning for the phase two exploration program on Santa Maria has been completed. And now I want to hear all about it. Peter, welcome back, my friend. Great. Thanks. Thanks to uh, thanks for having me, Dart. I was wondering if you're going to come up for air or not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, you, know, I could, you, you guys, I could be a Navy SEAL as a result of the intros I do on Fable because there's so much there, right? Which is amazing. <laughs> there's so much there to talk about. And we, yeah. thank goodness I summarize. I'm pretty good at summarizing. So yeah, I was able to yeah, summarize it. But let's talk about, and I want to start off with a quote first from you, where you said, and I paraphrased, but the quote was, the past year of exploration drilling, which is diamond, underground, definition, all of it, right? Even surface mapping, sampling, uh, has been not only aggressive, but has resulted in over 6,900 samples collected and analyzed. And as a result of that massive input of data, the team now has important understandings of the structural land mineralization uh, that con- uh, and controls on the Western sector of the property. Summarize for us how successful uh, the two programs were uh, leading up to this. Oh boy, that, that, that's an easy one. Um, we, you remember from, from the beginning, you know, and I made two things perfectly clear. One is, um, you know what, we're always looking for structure on structure. And number two, this was exploration. It wasn't definition drilling. And we went in with the understanding that there was two veins, the Santa Maria and the Santa Maria Dose, and that's what we had in the property. And off we went, and also that it was going to be very high-grade, high-end epithermal silver. And off we went, George, and we start realizing, yep, it's structure and structure, and there's a control to this, and we started being able to predict, you know, at what level or what area that we're going to hit the structure. And then, then it, it became apparent that um, there's an association with a diorite dike. 
And on both sides of the diorite dike, you have this big breccia zone. And uh, once in a while, you might have in the center. But on the edges of the breccia zone, this is where all the mineralization is. And sometimes it's very little breccia, so it appears to be a quartz vein, or it's com complete breccia with very little silica and has not, not a quartz vein. The recognition of that was super important. And, and, and the second thing, the major breakthrough of that was, George, is um, we, on the, on the deposit, with Santa Maria deposit, which we, we started dialing in at the end, where we hit another structure, a Northeast structure, which contained a dike, again, of which the contacts are brecciated and mineralized, again. The interception of the Santa Maria deposit dike breccia, if you want to call it that, and this Northwest at that intersection is basically where the ultimate hole number 50 was drilled. And um, if you remember that, that was a little bit about 4.9 kilos of silver and 86 grams of gold. Pretty um, mind blowing, 4.9 kilos. Yeah, well, and, and that was the last hole. That was the last friggin' hole. So, um, and that's the way it worked out. So realizing the importance of, or the association of these dikes with these breaches along their contacts or whatever, the team went out and they, they, they started looking all over the property and we took well over 300 samples and a lot of structural measurements, uh, I think 230 some structural measurements. And, and these are for uh, rose nets and stereo net type uh, diagrams that we flew around. Anyways, it took all these samples and everything else, um, looked at um, LIDAR and satellite industry and all, all the tools that we have, past geophysics that we did, surface, surface observations, uh, sampling. Now we know from our definition drilling that we did, or, or the latter part of the drill program, I should say, that we did last year in association with those, we modeled to see what that looked like you know, with the dike and how it appears and at, at depth and on strike and everything. And, and we've got an image from the press release. Do you want me to bring that up? This is a good time to bring uh, that up. Sure, if you want. Would that help, would that help it illustrate? Uh, no, no, they can, we, they, the person, if you want to refer back to uh, the definition drilling press release, that's fine. But the, the, the thing about it is that um, seeing how they, when it hits another intersection, how it, inter, how it reacts, and, and this is real. I mean, this, this is all these data points that we collected, how it reacts and how it moves and where the high grade part is, low grade. And as a, we started telling everyone way, way, way back when, there's two domains here. You, you have an epithermal domain and you have a hydrothermal domain. And the hydrothermal domain is bonanza-grade gold. And the epithermal domain is bonanza-grade silver. I mean, And you shouldn't have that. The layman, that's music to their ears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, no, no. It's not a bad thing to have, George. It's a good thing. <laughs> but, but uh, and hence, uh, here's the question. Is knowing all that, all those tricks and all these things, and looking at the other part of the property, and we you know, took all the data that we gathered and other tricks of the trade, and we modelized, you know, did all the GIS modeling and everything else, and we came out with with six areas that are not only controlled by structures, 
they have a diabase or they have a, a diorite dike trend, they have associated breccias. And we've taken 300 and I don't know, 20 some samples. And in the middle of those, I, I, a couple of stand out because they're doozies. I mean, there's there's a couple of samples of a breccia. One, one, one was a quartz vein, it was over 500 grams. Another was a breccia over 400 grams. What the point of it is, if you looked at the majority, I, I put down a lot of release, a lot of acetate results, but if you look at the majority of them, they're controlled in breccias. And, and for the layman, by the way, why is that important? Because not all of us all of us understand why being controlled by breccias is geologically important to you. To you, well, what what it is is there's a lot of force to it. So so you can imagine you have a crack in the ground, and you have a crack in the ground, and and an event comes that makes it wider and wider and wider, and then down below you have a um, an intrusive, and, and it squirts up mineralized uh, fluids. And the mineralized fluids come up and they're, they're going in this crack with all this force and they want to push the crack wider. You know, it's just like you're going to have a blow up in your car, George, and you just put a hole in there and hopefully you're not using retreads and they're going to go flying, <laughs> flying off. I don't even think they make retreads anymore, to tell you the truth. But anyway, so you're pushing it f further, further apart and, and, and it wants to go up. Not, not only does it want to go horizontally, it wants to go vertically. And as it's going vertically, the vertical component, it's shearing off the host rock on both sides of it and taking chunks of it up. And, and they're getting filled with the silica and along with the mineralization in that, that fluid. And so when you, and, and then you get micro-sized breccia and macro-sized breccia, depending upon you know, where you are in the movement and all this other stuff. But what, what it's telling you is that boy, this has a lot of pressure and a lot of power. So it's got to be big. That's what it's really telling you. So, um, so we're very excited about that. So we, through, through all the information that we found, we came up on the Eastern sector of the property, um, six targets. Is that a lot put, put into perspective because people don't know this area, you know, is that how happy are you with six mineral sacks slash structural trends uh, to, to have been observed as potential well, targets? Well, I started with one called the Santa Maria, which turned out very well. And, and that's on the west end of the property. And now I have six that could be Santa Maria's. Uh, I would say that- That sounds successful. Yeah, that that's, yeah. Yeah, go from one target to, you know, six other targets, George. Uh, that, yeah, that's very good. And, and exactly, as I said, from day one, structure on structure, structure on structure, you know, bigger volumes, dilation zones, you can put, if you have an engine that has a lot of fluid in it, you can throw that in there and uh, it'll accept it. And, and that's what we're seeing in the, on, on, on the dikes and the breaches. So, so oh, good. Did you have more? So go ahead. Yeah, no. So if, if you can pull up that uh, shot uh, of um, the, um, in the press release. Yep of the target areas. So and you're counting them off with, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, six. Six separate structures and where they intercept another structure going in a different direction for lack of words could create a dilation zone. And but, what does that mean? 
Well, they one one structure runs into a, another structure. Structure, excuse me. <coughs> one structure <coughs> runs into the other structure, and when they smash together, if you can imagine, make draw it an X, and then everything around the center of the X is all smashed up wherever. So now you have a bigger volume, and so when the the mineralized fluid comes in, it can it can fill up that whole void, George, instead of just the two little X's. So you can imagine it's quite a bit more juice there. The, what we did find out too is a whole number 11, SM20-11 last year. We didn't realize it, but um, we, we actually hit one of these structures and it had three mineralized zones in it and it was just a blind hit. It wasn't targeted or anything we were, we were testing. Not only, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you see the different types of breaches, a hydrothermal breccia, a yep. different breaches, uh, quartz and everything else. So what we've done is we have two different drill programs going to start. One is on the Santa Maria deposit to the west part of the property. Over this, over this area? That's correct. It's actually those black lines that you see down below, uh, George. That's part of the trace. And Black or, uh, these ones right here? Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Okay. The whole thing there. And that uh, definition drilling will start going in and systematically filling in the gaps at depth and everything else. And of course, following up on hole number 50, that's big. Well, actually, holes number 47, 48, 49, 50 were, were phenomenal. And on the other side of the property, we have our other goal zone uh, holes 20 and 23 and 25 or whatever. So we'll start filling that whole thing in. I think those, I think those are in here? Uh, no, they're still over in the Santa Maria uh, deposit. Too. Oh, okay, okay. That's George. And at, at the same time, once, once I get started, um, then we'll move a separate drill will be on the east side where we're talking about today. And it'll go along doing two passes. And the first pass will be a first priority pass. And on that first priority pass, we'll go through and we'll test our, our, our theories and see if we're right or wrong or whatever. Send those assays in um, for analyses and continue on to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. When we receive the results back for one of the target areas, then we know whether or not we're successful or not. Now, depending upon what we intersect, I mean, if, if visually it's nothing but solid metal, I don't think you need an assay anymore. But if if it, you know, it's one of these things, well, yes, no, maybe, well, you wait on your assay. So uh, if the assays come back and warrant, you'll do a second phase on those of drilling, if you want to call that, or follow-up drilling of X number of meters. So, so in, in the first pass, there's a little over 3,000 meters. And then the second pass, it, results driven, would be uh, potentially another 2,000 meters. And, and I know you don't know in advance because you haven't, you haven't drilled yet, but how high is your confidence level in the targets you guys have identified and, and thinking that you're going to achieve some level of success there? Well, the, number one, um, we we have surface sample, quite a few surface samples that are running in both gold and silver, um, and they're found in breaches or quartz veins. 
of which there's a dike there. So that, that kind of pulls with the theory we see just to the west of us in the Santa Maria deposit. They're on big structures. Um, and coincidentally, um, number one uh, target, the Santa Maria Stockwork Northeast system, we hit that with hole 11, as I was talking about. And it was three separate zones. One was a shallow zone, started about 30 meters. It was about 30 meters in width and, and, and ran about an ounce of silver, about 36, 36 grams of silver or something. Further down at approximately 100 meters, so we hit a, a two and a half meter intersection of about uh, 120 grams. And then just below that, uh, we hit a, a third zone. And this third zone was again uh, about 160 grams, but it had a 220 gram component to it. And that was a blind, blind hit, but we moved on, kept on going to test other targets. So, you know, um, you have to say, well, gee, that has all the earmarks that we're looking for. And so, so I think there's something to it. There's going to be you know, one area that's going to be hotter than another area, George, I think. Uh, no doubt about it. More The rock has undergone more preferential treatment, and that's quite normal. And so by doing a systematic first pass through everything, um, you know, it'll put us in good shape. Now, now, think about it. If we had done the exact same thing with drilling, I would have had the assays uh, back from hole 50 before the drill went, right? So there's a lot to be said. Slow, smooth, smooth is fast. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're beginning mid-June. Yep. Give us, um, if you can, do you got an idea of the cadence, you know, drilling and when the first assays and more drilling? Was, do you got a ballpark uh, uh, idea of the cadence and how long that's going to last? I would bet from the, the day the drill starts turning to the day that we're putting out res results, George, probably be close to a month. And then after that, they'll be coming in every every, every 10 days, uh, two weeks. And they may even, but see, the thing you have to remember, George, is there's two drills turning here. And one, one drill is going along doing expiration and the other, other guy's doing the definition drilling. So there's going to be news coming out. And the, the, the lowest risk, of course, is the definition drilling. It'll have the best grade and, and, and bang, 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 bang. And, and, and that's the lowest risk. And we know that it's a big deposit. But the highest risk, but the greatest reward are those six other targets. Because what happens, you put two, two or three holes in there and realize, oh boy, I got another Santa Maria here, or it's better. What's the level? What's the level of anticipation you and your team have for this? Oh, I, we're pretty cranked. We're pretty pretty cranked. I'm I'm telling you, and I really you know give kudos to our project manager, Mohim sure. Rodriguez, and uh, second in command um, uh, Edgar Rojas. They're excellent chaps, and you know they go beyond the call of duty as far as and and, and these numbers have attracted the attention of some of your neighbors, right? Oh yeah, they have, they have, they have. Absolutely, sure. No, this this is this is a project developing, and you know, they, they, you can say what you would. You know, it's a terrible market now and everything else, but you know what? We have delivered on every part of the matrix uh, going forward. So what we said we we're going to do, we we're going to 
you know. Well, yeah, let's talk about for the second, because a couple of like other companies are talking about that, which is we have a global asset um, decompression going on right now. There almost is an asset that has been touched, except for except for food and oil, which are you know on the way up, which is causing all of this, right? We know that. Um, so maybe a good time to talk about how. The you know the markets are not the company. The stock is not the company. The company is not the stock in terms of what you guys are executing. How do you, you know markets aside, how happy are you with the execution? What what should your shareholders um, take from that when they look at share prices and maybe feel a little bit disappointed? But that's not unique to you. I mean, Netflix is down seventy five percent this year. Facebook is down fifty percent. So this you know it's, it's across the board. Oh yeah, no, no, we're all, we're all floating the same boat here, no doubt about it. The the thing I think what it comes down to, George, is that if is is your share price down due to the lack of performance by the company? That's the ultimate question. And you know, you, you can argue about Netflix or this or that, and there's you know, and there's reasons why. But expiration wise, you know. We didn't come out with a, an idea and, and blindly go and drill a hole and then strike out and then right. keep on drilling and striking out. We we hit every time, George. I, th- I think out of the whole drill program, 50 holes, there was three holes that were not of interest. They, they were slightly anomalous, but they were purely based on geophysics signature, and, and we ended up drilling a great big pile of pyrite with nothing in it explain what the what caused the anomaly but three out of 50. that's a six that's a six percent miss rate everybody on the planet would take that kind yeah. of execution. Well, no no we, we we've done what we said we're going to do and 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 more i think and so i i would say the, the the 2021 first pass of drilling and everything else has certainly opened our eyes as to the potential of the property or further to the potential of the property but only not only doing that, you're always looking to get a model or something where you say, and, and geologists are like this all over the world. That's why we, we like chatting to each other or go to look at properties because there's sometimes you get on something and you say, you know what, I've seen this before. I know how this works. And so with this one is now we've seen the Santa Maria and now we know what makes it work. So let's apply that and go find another one. And yeah. And Peter, with your experience, you've been in this situation before where general macro markets may not be all that nice, but great projects can't be stopped, right? At the end of the day, if it's a great project, it's going to win, right? So maybe you could talk to that a little bit, how I'm sure you've either been part of it or you've seen it before where, you know, a project ignores what the macro markets are doing because and it eventually leads to success on its on its own on its own merits. Well, what it comes down to, you know, there's an old saying, George, and and, and it says, you can't make a mine out of something that's not. And and that's the truth of the matter. So this thing has a Santa Maria behaved well. Yes, it has. You know, it, it, it exceptional results and, and yep. all the rest of it. Ultimately, um, have we killed <laughs> have we killed the property? No, unfortunately, or fortunately, which way you want to look at it, we have six other targets now that all could be lookalikes. So, you know, that's great. The, 
I guess the ultimate goal shareholders to remember, and then any shareholder, as far as I'm concerned, whether you're a big company or a small company, you know, have, if you're into the if you're into the stock and you've gotten out and you're going back in or whatever, okay, that's great and everything else. But if you look at the quality of the asset, which I think we've demonstrated, if you look at the transparency of management, George. And uh, as, you've as you been know, on every, I, every step of the way to explain to everybody exactly what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So th there's no smoking gun or hidden, anything hidden within the company or whatever. And and a clear trying to explain to the shareholders a clear direct path forwards of where we're going with this thing, as towards a definition drilling, which will add big ounces, and then to the expiration of finding more big ounces. Hopefully, all of that. And you evaluate it in in a if you want to call it a market meltdown. I would and, and you know you invest in something. Do you think you know it's not very often? I don't know. I've had few in my lifetime, but not a lot. But man, if you can make a hundred percent on an investment in a short period of time, I'd say you're doing pretty good. Better than putting it at the bank. Just so a little, if you look just at a little the, bit better. Yeah, so if you look at the disconnect right now between the asset, the share price of the asset or that, that owns the asset, um, performance, does, does it trade, is it liquid? You know, all, all these things that you look at. I mean, we, we just check every box. So anyone that, that's saying, And the best you know, is yet to come, right? And it seems like the best is yet to come. Oh, no doubt about it. The, the risk is dropping all the time, right? It's getting lower and lower risk, it's, you know, on, on the definition side. But, uh, but like I said earlier, you know, higher risk, greater rewards on the expiration side. And we're lucky we have expiration. And, and maybe we would have found out if we didn't do things right. You know what? The rest of your property, there's nothing on it. You know? Well, ooh, that'd be scary. This is what you see is what you get. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about having an experienced management team. You do it the right way rather than just trying to rush to a result, but also take the chance of go big or go home. That's not how you want to run a company. That's right. You've no. got a current existing silver equivalent 43101. Um, but I think that I'm assuming that's going to be updated sometime in the near future, given the results you've had to date and the drill program coming up. Do you have a sense for the, when the 43101 will get up? I, 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 no, we'll, we'll publish one, George, and, and we unequivocally, and it'll be done before the, the year is out. Um, I know this is terrible to say, and other people or other heads of company probably won't, if they see this, they'll say, why in the hell is he saying that? But you know what? In today's market, if I went out and put out a great number and everything else, you wouldn't get much um value for it. Uh, it, it it's we know what we have we've modeled it we showed the models to as part of the structural connotation to the shareholders they, they've seen it we know what's in that models internally so we know how successful we've been and and if if it didn't pass the successful test george i wouldn't be back here spending money on it you know, it, it's it's yeah. You're you're not into taking shots in the dark. You're not a lottery ticket. You're you're not you're not playing lotto here. No, but the the other, I'm not playing lotto. No, but the other thing is is I'm not 
going to spend shareholders' money on something that's yeah. you heard me say earlier that's not going to make a mine. And I'm and and I don't I don't want to sound big headed, but I'm at an age now too as I'm not going to waste my time on something that's not a deposit or a mine. I mean, no, and you know what? That's what shareholders want to hear, right? I think that's what shareholders want to hear. Um, you know, thank goodness this is not the situation. But if it was, you're better off. Forget that. I'm not going to say fable. George Com Corp is better off telling its shareholders today, "Hey guys, we're just not going to meet our objectives." And yeah. didn't go so well. And rather than dragging everybody through another year or two yeah. of false hopes, right? That's yeah. uh, you know, so George Com Corp shouldn't be doing that. So that's the great thing about having guys like you heading up, heading up Fable. Uh, and by the way, I think it should be said that it would be great if all the macro was going uh, our way for all small caps, well, at least all quality small caps. But it's neither here nor there for Fable right now. It's not as if you're going to exit today. Right. It wasn't like you why, why would you sell the company today? Right. It would, it's too early regardless. Oh, you know, my my job as CEO and also as a director is look out for the shareholders. That's my job. And, and part of that job is, is hopefully. Try to to have share appreciation for the, the, the shareholders. And I don't know what I have yet. So how can it was lined in the Facebook movie? You don't know what Facebook is yet. So don't worry about okay, monetizing. Well, yeah. It's a very, very, uh, that was a very big point, uh, turning point for Facebook, uh, developing that, that, so that's the same kind of idea of fame, right? Yeah. So how, how do you put a value on something when you haven't fully tested it yet? So we haven't, so I couldn't do that in all likelihood for the shareholder's sake. And I'm and I'm looking right now, by the way, at the price of gold and the price of silver, still in very healthy ranges. Gold in the 1821, 1822 range, silver in the 22 range. So those numbers are th those are probably the most important numbers going forward, right? When the time comes. Well, they, they, you know, it all comes down to economics, and economics, you know, it's, in this case, you're producing metal, so it's the price of metal. Having said that. And as you experience and I experience when we go to tank up the car or like you said, get food and everything else is right through the supply chain, George. That's all going to come out on, on the cost per, per ounce if you're a producer. I know uh, from the first co drill contract uh, we had to this new drill contract, which we're having there. There's an escalator cost in there, and thank God I know these guys because we we worked it all out before it all. The last two weeks it kind of really got crazy. Um, so you know everything's going to cost a little bit more to settle down. I mean, there's there's it's it's right from, Ma and Pa to, multi conglomerates. It's from one side to the other side, which which forces all businesses to make even tougher decisions, which is why Fable going ahead with this great, you know, next, this, this next phase is phase two exploration program here um, <laughs> has even more merit because if, uh, if the economics just weren't there, if they just weren't possible, um, you're just, you're just going to call it a day at that point. Oh, I, I think you'll, um, if this remains like this, um, there's going to be a lot of juniors kind of yeah. 
disappearing because uh, their access to capital isn't there. And, and there's a reason why it's not. Yeah, and their numbers were kind of on the edge to be, you know, George Calm Gold, I've got a hundred acres in Greece because my father saw, my grandfather saw a shiny rock there once. Those programs are going to go right to zero and the quality programs will, the, the quality companies with the quality projects are going to remain, right? So in, in a lot of ways, this actually in the short term, even though it impacts everybody, it does create a rationalization of who's who. It does separate the wheat from the gas. So in the long yeah. run, that's actually a good thing for Fable right now, right, Peter? Yeah, yeah, no, it does, it does. It's true. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like calling the herd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see it later. The market's forced, everyone's forced to make a decision and the weak links get cut. We know that no matter what it is, so. But uh, having, <laughs> said, having said that, George, you know, with the trillions that have been wiped off the table in the last two or three weeks or whatever, there is a lot of money sitting on the sideline ready to be deployed. Right. And uh, and they will pick and choose. Um, and in a lot of ways, the market's going to pick and choose for them already because the George, like yeah. said, George Calm Gold is just going to go by the wayside. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Forrest Gump and the last shrimp and boat. You know, yeah. the last couple of companies standing are where are going to give them more more of the money flowing in. I'll, 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 I'll be Captain Dan. <laughs> All right. Well, you, so you want, you want me to be forced? Yeah. 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 And, and uh, yeah. And then we got to get the other guy to tell us how to cook the shrimp. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, what's the name? But, but it was, it was, it was Bubba Gum. Bubba Gump. That's it. Yeah. Oh my God. You're right. Bubba Gump. We got to get Bubba Gump. Tell us how to do it. Well, yeah. thankfully you guys have, a lot of bubble gums over there who can tell you exactly how to get this uh, this done. So I can't wait till mid-June, Peter. It's not that far away for a couple of long weekends fair. between Canada and the U.S., a couple long weekends, then boom, you'll be in the ground running. So I presume that we're going to have you back on pretty quickly again. Yeah, and I'll um, maybe be reporting from down there. Who knows? Yeah, wouldn't that be something? I think that'd be great. I think it'd be great to simulcast from, as long as you got a decent internet connection, and your phone, we can do this from from Zoom. Why? Yeah. Now, thankfully, you'll be sweating out in the middle of a a field somewhere in Mexico. I'll be in an air condition because otherwise, my hair would just foil freak out if we we're supposed to. Together. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have to worry about that. You don't got to worry as much. Oh no! Thank you, Peter. As always, always yeah. great Take having care, you, George. Okay, bye now. For everybody at home, you've been watching or if you listen by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Peter Hawley, President CEO of Fabled Silver Gold, trades in Canada, their FCO for friends in the US, FBSGF. For those new to the story and you want to start doing your due diligence, two ways to do that. First, get to the company's profile page at Agoracom, where we give you a really neat, you know, uh, layman's layout of all the results, the company and the project, the Santa Maria, and all the development that's gone into it. So you get a good understanding. And then when you're ready, you got that foundational knowledge, head right over the Fable website, your deep dive due diligence. And hopefully today you discovered your next great small cap resources company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then... Don't forget to help yourself 
by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Mocha podcast.